I want to talk about uh, Apple's latest kowtow to China. Yeah, it was one I was going to take. Hmm. It's I I knew it. it no, it's a good. It's, I'm totally are, are good, man. Sure? I'm I'm backed up. I'm ready. I've got a okay. got a spare. It's got a spare mag in the other pocket. I'm ready to go. All right. Okay. Well, that's that's the way to travel. And uh, oh man, Colorado's so like what California. They, I, I heard about the riots. I heard about mags. the police beatings. So what are they doing? What is Apple doing? Okay. So um, this is just the latest in a string of these going back to at least 2019, and we'll we'll. Talk all about these as uh, as we do the segment here, but um, so are you familiar with uh, the uh, uh, oh shoot what's it called airdrop airdrop thank you the airdrop feature on your it's yeah. it, it goes across uh, iPhone iPad Mac all all your Apple devices all your modern Apple devices. It's- it's Have important it. to, for, for this segment for people to understand it goes from device to device without going through the internet exactly. or the cell system. You can share. Right? You can have two iPhones out in the middle of the Sahara Desert and they'll talk to each other using their Bluetooth. That's what AirDrop is. Exactly. It's a brilliant It's a brilliant system for sharing photos, text, uh, contact information, whatever it is that can be shared, uh, can be shared between Apple devices with AirDrop. And as Bill said, it's an ad hoc network. It just forms itself by Apple devices going, hey, you're another Apple device. I want to share this with you. Although the user has to do it. All all the tech stuff happens sure. invisibly in the background. Right. You don't the have to worry about has to thing. has to accept it, right? Exactly. Yeah, and, and Not- the most important point is it doesn't have to go through an, a, an internet service provider no. who can censor ideas or a cell phone carrier who can censor ideas yep. or messages. And I've no never used it except to transfer it. documents from my phone to awesome. my computer or vice versa. So I, I don't yep. know how it is with other people. Well, protesters, uh, and believe this started in Hong Kong, started using AirDrop to share information about where to meet, uh, where to scram from because the because uh, the riot police are on the way, that kind of thing. Um, and Apple introduced a new feature, sort of a feature, just for the Chinese market, what they call the greater China market, which is uh, communist China, Hong Kong, which is really now just part of communist China and Taiwan, where you can normally anywhere else in the world you can set airdrop to be open 24/7365 in china airdrop can only be open for 10 minutes and then That's to everybody and then you've got to turn it back on. Hmm. So the idea of being able to instantly share with everybody around you this, this this vital information about how to protest your authoritarian government is only good for 10 minutes. And it's only good with those people who remember to switch theirs back on within the yeah, last I, 10 minutes. Are you sure they can switch them back on? My understanding was that Apple had – that Apple or the CCP or both, it's hard to distinguish between the two now, right. had, had disabled AirDrop. Because it, it's a it's a non censorable network. It's anybody who's who's in range, and if you've got thousands of people shoulder to shoulder in a protest, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so no, it's what, it's still there, but it's only good for ten minutes at a time, and then you got to go back into this buried setting and switch it back on. Hmm. Which well, I'm sure they'll fix that problem. Yeah, and who who remembers to do that when uh, when. You're in a crowd of 10,000 people with riot police coming at you with shields and water cannon and all the rest. Have you have you guys seen any of the, the videos that have been coming out it's on serious, Twitter? It's serious businessmen. They're yeah. not messing around. Yeah. It, so, uh, and they definitely it, did this since the Foxconn protest started or since the uh, – not even the Foxconn protest. The protest in that city uh, – I can't pronounce the name of the city where the fire – Because of the fire? Killed the 10 people who were locked in the building because of COVID restrictions. 
Yeah, we've only found out about it since then. From as early as like November 9th. We've only found out about it since then, but but yeah, uh, Steve and I both saw the same thing. I guess the story probably because Steve posted it and I read it at Instant, <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, the, the the news now is that is that basically Apple has set up a special system for communist China that that mightily restricts the ability of citizens to talk to each other one to one. And um, and that is a big aid in repressing things like, you know, freedom movements or protests against a illegitimate government or, or having a government that welds steel bars over your fire exits so that you don't walk outside when you've got a zero COVID policy with zero COVID patients, by the way. It's an amazing record, really, when you think about it. 1.4 yeah. billion people, not even a single COVID case. That's absolutely no deaths. remarkable, incredible how <laughs> yeah. efficient no, how efficient that Chinese government is. Same spike in people die, dying in uh, high-rise fires. According to TechCrunch, Apple said uh, they did this with the 16.1.1 iOS update, and they said it was it would automatically revert to res- to a receiving setting that is contacts only rather than everyone after yeah. 10 minutes, and this is to help mitigate unwanted file sharing. Of course, it doesn't in that in that <laughs> sentence say who doesn't want it. <laughs> yeah, and. It's only for the Chinese market, which is very strange uh, if this is such a helpful feature to, to, to have this thing block unknown people for us. Why, why aren't we getting this feature? And I guess the reason is we haven't organized in this way against our government yet. Right. But just to just to knock down their official explanation for the BS that it is, you know, the idea is that let's say you go to a food court at a mall. You remember when malls were open. Um you're at a food cart at a mall and there's 200 people, right? And every one of them's got an iPhone. They're all looking at stuff. The idea is that they didn't – this is what they're saying. They didn't want you constantly bombarded by complete strangers who want to share the pictures of their kids with you, right? Yeah. Well, that never happens. It's never happened. Nobody ever does that. Nobody. With the possible exception of somebody who maybe wants to chat with somebody. But it just doesn't happen. So the entire argument is is obviously just cover for the fact that they don't want people sharing information – Amongst themselves, has, and it only applies to China. Has Apple given an official response to this yet, Steve? That Bill just told you their official response. This is a helpful thing we're doing. Yeah, but I mean, after people said BS, <laughs> this is not a helpful thing. <laughs> well, a, no, Apple Apple doesn't say Apple doesn't get into tit for tat things like that. When they finally get around to making a public statement, and this goes back even when the company I. I I admired under Steve Jobs, notoriously tight-lipped. They would do a thing, and if there was a big fuss, they would eventually release a statement, and that was all you got. Hmm. That's that's just been their their mo for or at least a couple of decades now. Just well, between things very low key. And what I was reading on um, Twitter this afternoon, just all the people talking about. Thanks to Elon Musk, they're talking about how Apple is mulling whether to keep uh, Twitter on their uh, in their app store because it may have become a platform of hate by allowing people to say what they think. Um, that <laughs> uh, both of these sound very un-Apple-like because Apple's always trying to push the idea that not only does it want to protect your data, but it's it's constantly wanting to foster and foment creativity and sharing and networking. And, you know, they're they're very proud of the the role that they've played in people's making people's lives better. And to think that That's with their giant Foxconn complex factory that makes the the iPhones in um in China and and this 
you would think they'd be out in front of this going, hey, we want to make sure that you understand that we value the people who make our phones and we certainly wouldn't want to do anything to restrict their liberties. <laughs> that is the antithesis of what they are now. Yeah. Tim Cook is uh, is Tim Cook is in the same control freak boat as all the other guys except for Elon Musk who are who are who are censoring the information they're all on the same page on this. Apple has not been like a pro freedom brand in, in 10 years if not longer. Yeah. Right there there the app, app when Apple started suing people to keep them out of business out of competition, right? Then then you knew that something was was a little different with the big, you know, uh 1984 screen smashing uh freedom machine. And um and just just the just the working conditions for example in in these factories these factories have suicide nets around them because so many people are just jumping off the top of buildings but it makes you wonder you know if apple's the progressive uh you know loving integrating country that they're that they constantly claim to be then why do they have suicide nets around their factories because their conditions are so horrible yeah um and this this goes back to the question, why were these protesters using airdrop? And the reason is, this goes back to the 2019 protests in Hong Kong that eventually yep. failed because China, communist China has pretty much absorbed Hong Kong. It's no longer a special autonomous region anymore. Um, there was an app, and I, oh shoot, I forgot to write the name down, but it was a crowdsourcing app that allowed users to share with one another and to report to one another where uh, where the police were, where the riot police were, mm -hmm. kind of like just like Waze works to show you where the traffic is. You see an right. accident, you report it to Waze. You see riot police, you report it to this app. Um, Apple at first refused to uh, approve the app for their app store. Then they reversed course and said, okay, yeah, yeah, we can see this is good. And they they put it up in the app store. And then, I don't know, Tim Cook got an angry phone call from Xi Jinping and remove the app from the app store saying, oh, this is being used to ambush police, even though there wasn't a single incident of that being reported. Um, and so users, as users always do, found a workaround, which was AirDrop. And now they've shut that off too. Yeah, I just checked mine. Mine is default set to everyone, even though I never use it for anyone. Um, and I just, I just went into shortcuts to see if there was a way I could create a shortcut to trigger um, yeah. airdrop to share to everyone. And at least in my quick check there, I, I could not see a way to do that. No, no way to do it. Yeah. Shortcuts is a great app. I can't even tell you how many dozens of shortcuts I built. They're, they're great, but it's limited to, to what API hooks are, are in there to the, the various apps throughout the operating system and that you've, you've downloaded. Um, and I, I can see that becoming an issue. I got to tell you one thing. I, I ran the numbers on this. Apple just released their, their most recent quarterly statement a, a week or two ago. Huge numbers. $90 billion in revenue last quarter. Just, wow. just a monster, monster quarter. Um, $15 billion of that, almost 20% of their revenue for that quarter, came from Greater China. And of course, most of their manufacturing is in mainland communist China. Yeah, um, I, I'd say even if Cook were an angel, and he's not, even if this guy were an angel, I would think that Beijing would have him on a pretty short leash. Well, and Apple has made like no same. mystery of the fact that they endeavor to comply with the laws um, and regulations of every region right. of the world they're in, including the EU, for example. Um, but, you know, I, I guess what, the the question becomes: What do you want a corporation to do? 
I, the answer is get the heck out of China with your manufacturing yeah. facilities. But short of that, you say, okay, well, if the Chinese government under whose uh, permission you're able to not only market to the people in that country, but manufacture in that country at a cost much lower than you could elsewhere, um, should you be part of, of fomenting a revolution by making it easy for people to share information about protests or not? And they haven't said no. They're not. They're not cutting it off. They're not saying you can't. You can't share to everyone. They're just basically making it annoying. Yes, uh, very difficult. And in in the heat of the moment, I mean, if you're if if, if this protest has turned, uh, I don't want to say violent. Let's just say aggressive. When the riot police show up, can you picture ten thousand people out in the street, all pulling their iPhones out at the same time to turn their air or their their airdrop feature back on? Yeah. Yeah. See, I would it's, have a I would yeah. have a less malign view of this if this was something that operated across all iPhones everywhere, but it's not. This yeah. is this is a feature that is designed specifically for communist China for the for the Chinese market. Yeah. And it's another tool to instead of look, these things were supposed to free people up. Remember when we had the um the uh, the the um the was it the Green Revolution in Iran in 2009 and and people were using smart devices to to text each other and to, you know, get out there on the streets and fight for freedom against the Iranian regime. Well, now the job of these devices is to make sure that people don't communicate with each other. That's what they're there for. So do you think, it's Bill, do you think they should, that Tim Cook should have said, uh, listen, Mr. Ping, um, <laughs> listen, she, we're not going to, we're just not going to do it. Um, we're going to, we're going to keep everyone all the time access on for airdrop. What, what are the consequences of that? Now, in this case, uh, while a lot of people think I'm always playing devil's advocate, I'm not playing devil's advocate here. I'm just asking a question, but I think it's a reasonable question to ask. Like, what's the alternative sure. action that Apple could have taken? The alternative action that Apple could have taken is they could have not they could not have made a, a different set of instructions for the Chinese market. That, in other words, there would not be a default ten minute off condition. What, whatever the default condition is in America, then that would have been. And if that had been the same for China. This isn't a Chinese law, just like there is no Chinese law saying you can't have this uh, police reporting app in the App Store. It's Chinese Apple iPhones being are doing something active to defend this regime. That's, that's it. So you think that that's you it. think that Apple, without any nudge from the Chinese Communist government, said, "Hey, let's see if we can be helpful to our friends in the government." Well, maybe they did get a nudge, but you were asking what do you mean about without any nudge. They're, 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 the they're beholden to China. It's a quarter of their income, and that's where all their manufacturing is. It's, the, 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 the evidence is that they made a special, separate operating system that applies only to, to communist Chinese phones. And if it turned out that the settings were the same in communist China as they were everywhere else in the world, this wouldn't be a story. But they're, but they're not, so it is. Yeah. So in this case um – if you're Apple's PR person, aren't you trying to get out ahead of this? Like, let's say that that Bill and Steve and Scott really don't understand why this happened or for what reason. Uh, let's say that the Chinese government did have something to do with it. That's that somebody picked up the phone and made a call to Tim Cook and said, "Listen, um, we are going to completely shut you down unless you shut this down." Um, it. It doesn't seem like it could have been that heavy-handed simply because they didn't disable the feature. They just made it a hassle to use. So 
you would think that it's at some point very, very soon, Apple's PR person would tell Tim to get out in front of this and say, look, here's the situation. We were uh, thinking that this was going to be helpful to people. It was not. We're re-enabling the feature. Nobody from the Chinese government told us to do anything. We just, mm -hmm. uh, as a normal part of our uh, our roadmap for software development, did this or something, you know, to get out there in front of it. Well, not doing we'll see what that, I think, just feeds- update. The conspiracy theory, um, which is looking more and more not like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I started joking months ago. Maybe it's a year and a half ago now. The conspiracy theory just means three weeks ahead of the news cycle now. That was Donald's a Donald Trump quote. And and by the way, when when Black Panther, the, the first movie, opened in China, they changed the poster just in China. In America, it's a picture of, of uh, uh, Chadwick um, – what it – Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Chad Boseman. Yeah, Boseman. Yeah. In America, it's a picture of him in the in the in the Black Panther uniform. In China and China only, he's wearing the Black Panther mask because they don't like to see black people in China. Ugh. They they airbrushed out they airbrushed out the character of Finn on the on the um Star Wars last trilogy of Star Wars. It's an identical picture. He's in one, and in the other one, he's not. And and this is all the stuff that, that China just has going for him. Remember when they had that cow about about um, Tom Cruise having a Taiwanese flag on his back, and in, in um, when they were making Maverick, and how they just you know they when they remade um, Red Dawn. Oh yeah, <laughs> the bad guys are North Koreans invading they, they, Seattle they shot, or wherever they it was. They shot the movie. <laughs> And the, and the and the villains instead of the Russians who were much weaker than they were the the villains were the Chinese they'd shot the movie, and then they made the studio in post switch everything to no it's not China it's North Korea because because oh, North wow. Korea can invade the Pacific Northwest that's going to happen right. any day now. <laughs> Good lord, it's just so bad. And I, the original Red Dawn was you know a masterpiece of eighties cheese you know. So I love that movie. So so then let's take the next step. Like, first of all, this is all happening at a very high level among corporations and governments and, and things like that. Do you think, as is now being suggested on Twitter because of the whole controversy uh, regarding whether Twitter will be dropped from the App Store, do you think anybody in the United States is going to say, I'm dumping my iPhone? That's it. I'm done. I'm off the I'm off the Apple ecosystem. I'm I'm out of there because it I, I I don't favor this kind of squelching of liberty. It's is a case Twitter available on Android. Yeah, it is, but that's that's a problem. Well, too. Well, then yeah. there's no then there's no unique advantage to leaving. But we already know that that uh, that deep thinkers like Alyssa Milano have <laughs> have been so upset about Twitter and 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 the reintroduction of free speech to Twitter that she gave back her Tesla because uh, it's made by fascists and bought a Volkswagen. Um, so. <laughs> So that's just that's just a high profile version of of a, yes there are how many people how many how many large names left Twitter when it was announced that Twitter would allow free speech uh, a handful actually did a handful I did at that time but that wasn't out of and here, here's here's something I find interesting Apple is now. Uh, well, Apple hasn't said anything. Elon Musk says Apple has talked to him that they or threatened him with removing the Twitter app from from the App Store. Um, that didn't happen until Musk eliminated all of the uh, uh, pedophilia sharing hashtags from Twitter. Um, this seems to have some people very upset. 
So, so Apple has continuously, Apple frequently either removes or disallows apps on the app store, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And some of those are made by, you know, a peanut guys and, and, and they're just either not good apps or they're, or they're questionable or whatever. Oh, yeah. But Twitter, on the other hand, is a fairly well-established brand. So you have to ask yourself, why is it that Apple is now threatening to remove Twitter from the app store? When Twitter has simply said we're not going to censor speech anymore, well, why would those two be, things be because together? Apple is pro censorship? Uh, there is a there is a precisely uh, correct. Yes, that's the answer. There there is there is a lap called library, but it's spelled without any any uh, vowels. L R B Y or L B R Y. I can't remember how that what what the reduced truncated spelling is, and it's a uh, it's a. A sharing platform for for media of of almost any kind that circumvents uh, censorship controls, and Apple went to them two years ago and demanded, or maybe last year, and demanded that they alter their app to not return any results for COVID related searches. Or they would pull, or Apple would pull the app from the App Store. So if you go to this thing looking for, uh, did COVID originate from a Wuhan lab? Zero results, no matter how much content was on there discussing that very topic. Um, again, that's very inconvenient for Beijing to have people asking these questions and, and getting search results. And, and for Washington. Yeah, and for Washington. Well, I'm just my my inclination is to think that people are not going to give up their relationship with Apple for anything. Like, I agree. Like I don't yeah. know how it could get a lot worse than this, and I think people would still say, "Well, Apple, you really shouldn't do that." But uh, you know, and then they'll be. Back I cry on every time I have to use a Windows machine. There's there's no way I'm giving up my Mac. It's <laughs> yes. it's not going to happen. I have both. I right built here. a Linux box a couple of years ago. That was it worked fine, but it was horrifying to look at. And I don't mean the so box you, itself. So think about this: if you combine free speech Twitter, which is owned by Elon Musk, and Starlink, which is owned by Elon Musk, then any two people on virtually any part of the inhabited part of the planet can communicate with each other. We could DM directly. Each other, yeah. Yes, that is not conducive. To societal engineering and societal control, and WhatsApp wow. right? is you can you can is also running ads that uh, emphasize how I don't know if you've seen these ads during football games or whatever, but they're talking about how encrypted everything is, and um, you know that you don't have to worry about somebody getting your information. So uh, unless Apple bans WhatsApp from the App Store, which that's the thing about the the walled garden view of things. On the one hand, people love it because they say, well, we're not going to get any junk on our phones that's filled with malware or spyware or whatever that we don't yeah. approve of. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, you've got a safe environment that you can understand. Everything functions the way it's supposed to. On the other hand, it also means that Apple's in charge of what's on your little pocket computer. Yeah, it's it's a matter of picking your poison. Uh, yeah. So far, I still prefer Apple. Uh, they do respect my privacy. I like that a lot. Um, the App Store, you can circumvent uh, if, if they remove the Twitter app. Go to the Twitter website. It works just the same. Uh, you, you don't have to download stuff from the App Store. And you know what? Most apps are just web containers anyway. Um, it'll run fine in a browser. In fact, I've got a yeah. I've got a, a, a app on my Mac. I forget what it's called. I need to look this up. It's called uh, Fluid. 
And what Fluid does is it takes any web page and turns it into an app that you can run on your Mac. Um, it's amazing. just it's convenient as hell for some things. Uh, and you can do similar stuff on on your phone. Uh, Google, on the other hand, is just as evil, but in ways that affect me more personally. Uh, should that balance change? Yeah, I will have to start giving up my Apple gear. But for now, the balance is towards this evil instead of that evil. And they both purport to be such good, wholesome companies. Yeah, screw those guys. So is anything... Is there anything at all that the ordinary person can do? Like, should we be, you know, tweeting at uh, at Tim Cook and saying, hey, man, let my people go? Um, well, actually, there is. Uh, more and more sites, apps, whatever, are going to subscription models. BillWhittle.com has been doing it forever. We started it three years ago at PJ Media. Twitter is going to go to a, a subscription service where you're going to have to pay eight bucks a month if you want verification and, and some other goodies on your account. So support these support these sites, support these apps, vote with uh, your dollars. That, that Nobody is asking for that much. 